you know if the if everyone prays to god uh, to improve their business or mm. whatever they doing and what will the medical shop owner pray to god <laughs> right okay so you know what if he prays to god that his business need to improve uh, <laughs> then what does it mean you know the whole world more more people should fall sick yeah is it surprising that a modest socialist somehow always ends up in leadership roles that require compassion as a critical skill the current ceo of digitas india oni radhakrishnan shares his experience of a cult lifestyle and presents some undeniable truths about digital capitalism his cautiously optimistic views about the social sector also helps us understand the systemic challenges of taking humanity to the next level please welcome uni to, to be honest uh, you know i i haven't done anything uh, you know significantly or anything you know in in the in in a, in a social uh, sector mm-hmm. but um, to just go back to a little bit of uh, history um, mm-hmm. uh, i i had started as a programmer in the early in the 90s is when you know when mm-hmm. i started my career mm-hmm. and um, within 3 uh, 4 years i sort of really got of uh, bored um, uh, you know by sitting and coding and you know and doing that but uh, and my mm, i was constantly sort of um, uh, you know uh, in a sense of disturbed uh, kind of uh, thing um, Uh, so this also could be possibly because uh, you know the place we grew up kerala had a you know slightly mm-hmm. um socialistic uh, kind of thing and you know and you mm-hmm. know the justice uh, you know and equality and you know, those kind of thing was something mm-hmm. was probably been sort of ingrained uh, in early mm-hmm. yeah early exposed to mm-hmm. this um and um, and you know i i i was um, i was constantly curious about the you know the state of the world if i can use that mm-hmm. uh, this thing mm-hmm. and even though it, i i was i had not articulated it exactly in that way mm-hmm. at that time so sure. uh, but one of the uh, earliest um, you know memories uh, i have when i was in 7th or 8th standard one of the question which bothered me was that uh, uh you know if the if everyone prays to god uh, to improve their business or mm. whatever they doing and what will the medical shop owner pray to god right <laughs> okay. okay so you know what if he prays to god that his business need to improve uh, <laughs> then what does it mean you know the whole world more more people should fall sick yeah <laughs> right so this was in like 6th standard or 7th standard and you know this was sort of dilemma in my uh, mind right so um so how are you that, able that, to solve that i don't i don't Yeah, I'm not sure whether I really saw it. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm not funny. sure, but uh, yeah, I mean, since, okay, uh, m- right. much later I sort of realized that trade is uh, uh, trade is important, therefore economic activity is important. Mm. So that's all, you know, much later, very very later, like sure. maybe in the recent years is what those kind of things came to mind. But um, to cut the long story short, uh, I was constantly in this thing of world war. uh what what does it um, what does it mean to be a just society and you know the yeah. justice and stuff like that. so that was constantly in my thinking and in that context what are the what is the role of corporates and business and stuff like that hmm. so uh, at what point then, did you start off this whole social journey seriously so, so yeah so, so in yeah in that sense uh, my journey started um, in the first 4 uh, or 5 years after so after i quit uh, um, 
So I was so what what happened was that I was really looking forward something which is meaningful. Uh, and um, I came across an organization in Chennai which was into housing and uh, basically uh, housing energy management and those kind of uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, even though it was a listed company, it was a um, uh, it was a sort of a um, social experiment uh, mm-hmm. to you know. So these people was uh, their primary business was residential construction. Okay. And um, and what they were essentially doing was that while it was a business, it was actually a significant social impact because they mm. had about 2,000 construction workers. Wow. Uh, which all of them used to get PF, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 their contribution and the company contribution was to be paid by the company. Mm-hmm. And never in the history uh, construction workers were paid PF before or after that. Uh, they and they get uh, medical benefits, healthcare facility, and all all that provided by the company. Uh, and um, uh, people who are running the company all were uh, moderate lifestyle was a uh, as a given uh, this thing. So, for example, right from the chairman onwards, nobody owns a car, nobody owns a private car or anything. We all we live like a community, and um, so you know there were some two cars available in the community which anyone can sort of uh, book and uh, take. And salaries were extremely moderate. Um, uh, you know, to give a uh, to give a perspective, uh, uh, even in something like Indian railways, the ratio of minimum salary to the uh, topmost salaries uh, maybe 30 odd times or something. Now I don't know what is it. It used to be that, and we used to have a ratio of one is to five. Like the lower most salary and to the higher most salary, right, the ratio is only one is to five. So, are you there? You're there on the call. Yes, yes, I'm there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so, um, it was a, and uh, they do not pay bribes and they do not deal with black money. And this is a, this became mm-hmm. a huge case study in, uh, in many Indian universities and international uh, universities. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, things were like um, uh, first of its kind, like this used to be something called after-sale service. Okay. Uh, for apartments, uh, I'm talking about uh, this was you know they started this in 80s, 1980s, uh, right? And what was also happening was that um, uh, at an individual level, at an organization, an individual level also, the whole huge focus was on personal development. That how can okay. you be a better, a better human being? Sure. This whole purpose of organization for employees was like, how can you be a better human being? Interesting. Right? So, uh, your life is typically an open book there. So, you know, we used to have something called the, uh, you know, we used to have something called the monthly meetings okay. where all um, uh, senior people and who are people are part of the sort of community where their spouses are also part of this business meeting. So, every month, uh, right mm-hmm. from chairman onwards uh, up to a certain level of senior managers, we yeah. all get together uh, along with our spouses, mm. and your life is completely an open book there. So, oh, wow. for example, okay. if, you, if you and me are colleagues in that place, mm. and I would tell, uh, you know, um, uh, Avinash, you're behaving in office like this because something uh-huh. is not right between between you and your wife's relationship. Yeah. You, need to, you need to examine that. And uh, you would have the grace to take it on your feedback in the right spirit. Okay. And you know, and then in the next uh, in the next meeting, suppose if you had some uh, deep revelation or some share, you know, some emotional story, you would come back and share that. Very interesting. So uh, yeah, and so we so we were uh, you know with this, the kind of social impact. Uh, for example, these two thousand construction workers, 
second generation of the people were able to stay away from drinking and you know having a better quality of life uh, they were able to send children to better schools uh, you know and stuff like that so the kind of social impact it was creating was uh, you know humongous yeah uh, so yeah so this is so this is so, the, 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 uh, so my search for something ideal and something meaningful really uh, i found in that company mm-hmm. and i was there for about 7 uh, 8 years okay but uh, actually what happened was that uh, this whole thing we we uh, over a period of time we sort of became a cult very inward uh, looking kind of cult mm-hmm. um, you know cult not in a very negative sense of the rajesh sure. cult and all that yeah. but still still a cult because we were completely inward looking we sort of losing touch with the external world um, in mm. a in way because our, the way of life all changed yeah. extremely more extremely moderate life and stuff like that and then in the, this was uh, in the late 90s and early 2000 and you know in the post 97 southeast asia crisis uh, uh, economic crisis happened and uh, you know business was in the world, you know serious trouble and we were for a, for a whole, almost two years uh, i was we were working without salaries and uh, wow. you know as a community we were buying groceries vegetables together and stuff like that very interesting and uh, it came to a stage like um, and two years without salary and like you are we are completely bankrupt like most of us were uh, completely ba- bankrupt really uh, we uh, we were actually taking credit card loans to pay laborers uh you know we were taking personal loans to pay laborers oh, and stuff like that mm. and uh, so at that time some of us uh, sort of a few of us really started because actually life became a standstill like you really don't have money to buy food it came came it came to that situation wow uh so at that time uh, i sort of uh, a lot of us actually decided that I mean, people on the you know middle man senior management level saying this is this is not sort of going uh, anyway the way it was planned yeah 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 and um, but even initially when we were not getting money and the salary and all that we were everywhere but we all were because we were very clear we are changing the world yeah with so much of social impact we were really clear that we were changing the world yeah so, so how many people so were you impacting and do you have any uh, way to really measure what was happening uh, the impact no see from uh, from, uh, from a business perspective um, i think the we were i think a 100 crore uh, sales kind of uh, business oh. meaning from the from apartment sales and stuff like that hmm. um but um, uh, you know uh, but uh, and then this 2000 construction workers uh, and the kind of uh, houses we built so for example uh i'll give you an example a customer would walk in and are, are sometimes willing to even give a uh, check and then tell us that you know you put the uh, amount when it is installment is ready and put it and take it kind of that's the kind of brand trust it created actually wow uh, right okay um, so yeah so uh, i know but then afterwards when it, when it uh, started getting into trouble i think it really got into serious trouble on okay uh, your you know legal issues and stuff like that and stuff like that. so I, i don't want to go um, uh, you know the reason why i'm sure. just uh, you know uh, saying the brand name and stuff like sure, that sure so no i understand but, that uh, yeah but See, i'm i'm actually a lot more interested in understanding uh, how you think about these social issues in general as well because a lot of yeah. people are trying to do a number of things right and every yeah, time yeah. we say social it's not it's not it's you know it's quite broad right in terms of okay, the impact okay. you can create uh, okay, the, okay. the advice that i've got is that you choose the problem you're going to solve and really be very nitpicky about 
what is it that really troubles you at the yeah, core? Yeah, yeah. Uh, correct, so, correct. So I wanted to understand from you: is there anything that uh, you feel very inspired by, or things that you see out there that really trouble you, um, whichever? That yeah, yeah, so yeah, so the um, uh, so uh, uh, for me it's very difficult to pinpoint because I find pinpoint because I find uh, every single um, <laughs> problem in the world is completely interconnected. This, if you speak mm. to people who are in the practicing in the social sector, also they 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 also tell this. You know, they mm. say about the systems approach and stuff like that because yeah. you try to go solve the um, education problem, then you realize it is linked to uh, yeah. nutrition. Yeah, and yeah. then you when you go to site nutrition problem, you find that is linked to poverty. Yes, yes. No, then absolutely. Poverty, I'm aware of poverty, this. Yeah, mm. poverty is related to caste and economics and multiple uh, things, right? Yeah. So no. people, yeah. So I I can't claim any uh, you know anything which I have done. So therefore, you know, I won't claim anything that I know it or you know I know what is to be done kind of thing. Yeah, sure. So anyway, but in terms of to, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the UN Sustainable Development Goals, the 17 yeah. goals, is yeah. you know, is what all of this is. It clearly says that while we've defined these goals and we need to solve them by 2030, uh, yeah. we understand that they are all interconnected. And yeah. uh, the reason why uh, it, it appears in a specific order is because of that whole, um, uh, you know, giving it that order of importance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Because we all understand at the end of the day, uh, in order to solve any problem, the first thing you need is, uh, you know, um, in some ways food, uh, you know, at home and then a shelter. Right. Yeah. You know, without yeah. these two things, you can't really solve anything. Leave, leave, uh, leave, leave industry, innovation, uh, you know, quality education, all these things are really things after you solve that problem of giving uh, food and shelter to everyone. Um, yeah, yeah. So with that said, I wanted to just check with you what what did you have in mind in terms of... No, so I, no, I so so, um, uh, so yeah, that when when I when we were uh, when we were when we were working in this place, it was like uh, building an ideal society kind of thing. You know? So it mm. was that. Uh, uh, where the the sort of uh, this thing was that uh, business as an institution has the has tremendous power to influence um, uh, human beings and uh, bring better change to society. So that was sort of the guiding foundation uh, line uh, to mm-hmm. this uh, thinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, as you know, as human beings, uh, moderate lifestyle and you know a sort of self inquiry or you know um, um, uh, high thinking, simple living was sort of credo we were all living by uh, sure. at that time. Yeah. And so we were basically saying, you know, uh, so again, the other principle we were operating was that the change happens from individual to family to community mm-hmm. to society. That's mm-hmm. the only way you can uh, yeah. uh, change. So, so we, so in that sense, we were doing what is possible at our level kind of thing. And we obviously, we were sort of inspired by that we are going to change sure. the world kind of uh, thing. So do you so think at this our, point that would have gotten in some ways ingrained in us in the last six weeks that we are seeing? A lot of this uh, lockdown. Do you, do you think a lot of people will have now an opportunity to just uh, slow down a little bit? Yeah, I am hoping so, but I am not very sure. You know, because the way our systems are, um, the way our world is sort of, uh, the world systems are in that uh, you, uh, you know, the, because they say you know uh, every one percent increase in GDP 
helps two um, percent uh, of the population to get lifted out of poverty or something like that. So there mm-hmm. is something, uh, mm-hmm. there is some number, so some ratio like that. Mm-hmm. So which means um, GDP sort of uh, becomes, which means uh, production, and then you know, uh, you know. So my sense is that we all will be back to the rat race uh, again. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the right answer to this because mm-hmm. economic experts say that you need to have economic activity only when people, um, yeah. uh, you know, poverty can be... Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, you know, to just uh, add on to that, I was just listening to the WHO and even UN have a few meetings in the past month. And one of the things they are questioning uh-huh. is GDP itself. Is correct, you know, should, should GDP be a way to really measure... Um, exactly. Yeah. Success because GDP inherently speaks about uh, economics, uh, correct, and correct. it it assumes very implicitly that we are all here to um, generate wealth at the end of the day, right? Correct, uh, correct, or, correct. or or income, and not any other aspect of life. Correct. Um, correct. So, how do you feel? Should that really change? A GDP should. No, remain, I, I, think, uh, I think I think I think no, I think it should. Uh, Change. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, listening to some podcast sometime back. Uh, you know, very expert uh, economists. So they, even they are saying that uh, the uh, whether GDP is the right thing or not is still it's not a proven thing because uh, you know mm-hmm. it says that uh, uh, the person who is uh, making um, uh, you know this um, uh, what is that? Um, uh, the person who is the undertaker business also mm-hmm. is also adding in a way to GDP. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, therefore, GDP. So, that, I think that question is coming, but I am not sure whether we will uh, have that uh, change uh, any soon. Because I also mm. see the problem is also, again, I am not an expert in this, yeah. but I think uh, more than globalization, the problem is, I think, financialization. Mm. Uh, mm. And uh, I, while I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very clear that while I'm saying this, I really don't understand the financialization in, in, in depth. But sure. if you look at, um, uh, you know, the way... Uh, uh, investment bankers or financial experts keep creating financial products and futures products and you know slicing mm. and dicing and debt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, debt products and also this kind of uh, thing uh, you know it's uh, as if that itself is um, uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, the means itself mm. yeah, means itself becomes sort of an end uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, so therefore I personally even feel this whole, um, uh, conversation which talks about startups, which talks about this whole 10x conversation itself is a very <laughs> misguided, uh, <laughs> thing, right? The whole 10x growth yeah. and everything has to be on 10x growth is a very misguided, uh, notion is what I personally feel. Mm. But I think people who are thinking like this would be probably a very, very minuscule, uh, kind of thing. That is also because we don't know what is the alternate. Yeah. Uh, you know, suppose, suppose somebody has to, you know, uh, stand up and say that it is not yeah. the right way, yeah, then what is the other way? Yeah, Britain yeah. Will barter. Because trade, uh, trade is um, very essential, uh, this thing. Trade is at the heart of uh, this thing, right? Sure. Uh, um, uh, you know, you are, I have something and you have something and therefore we exchange. Yeah. And then money, be, money became the common unit and then multiple products are getting built on money and, you know, that is why probably the financialization happened. Yes. Yeah. Therefore, I, I don't know the honestly. I don't know the right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the right answer to this. Uh, yeah. No, I understand. I mean, we are all trying to figure this out while we are swimming in the water, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. It's kind yeah. of a little difficult. Um, 
So I wanted to ask you, I mean, I know you do other things which are very close to your heart, like yeah. uh, things like uh, trekking and hiking and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to ask if you wanted to talk about that and um, I'm, tra- I'm trying to understand, is there any, uh, you know, is there a reason why you like this uh, stuff and um, how do you keep going? Yeah, see, uh, see uh, generally I love outdoors. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so for me, uh, outdoor is a very, um, uh, so I'm not in that sense very, very adventurous trekker or anything, but I, every year I, uh, I mean, um, in, during the monsoon, obviously we try to do as many treks possible in the, mm-hmm. in the western Ghats in Maharashtra mm-hmm. and sometimes one or two treks in the northern side uh, in a year. Mm-hmm. I generally love outdoors, uh, but I don't have any, if you ask me honestly, I don't have any philosophical yeah, you know, uh, explanations as to sure, sure. Uh, how it changes me or, you know, whatever. Uh, but I'm sure you feel, of, you know, you feel happy every time you... Yeah, yeah correct, go. correct. Yeah. I feel, sort of feel happy and sort of connected with the, you know, with the nature. So, mm-hmm. so, the, so the, therefore travel and trekking is something uh, very close to my heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah is there anything yeah. else that you feel very driven towards, anything you do in your free time you'd like to say? Um, how do you how do you just keep yourself inspired? Yes, you see, for me, um, reading. Um, so, see, uh, so my actually my constant state of mind, if you ask me, is uh, trying to make a sense of this world. Mm-hmm. So I am constantly feel that I am not getting this world. I don't understand this world, and therefore I am trying to make uh, sense of it. And in that bargain, I end up reading a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, to help me understand know, a few books that you read recently, or maybe um, you know. Uh, a few years uh, ago where which has really helped you in terms of define your thought process maybe I, again I have to be very uh, you know candid and honest in that I, I don't think I can put uh, put a finger to that or any single book that has sort of mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know helped me to define uh, something yeah. uh, a lot of, of yeah yeah, a lot of books and, you know, when, because I read a lot of non-fiction, it so happens that uh, mm-hmm. uh, some many of these non-fiction books, uh, uh, you know, go above my head also. And then I still continue to read. Uh, and then I sometimes I stop reading and then pick it up after a few years and then suddenly they seem, and then suddenly I seem to be understanding it. Those kind of things also happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, and I end up, um, so I, by, what I realized by hindsight is that I seem to be reading, uh, you know, one fiction to for every three non-fiction. That seemed to be my, mm. uh, <laughs> okay. thing. And I seem to be reading three to four books at a given point of time, and, mm. and sometimes it stretches for a long time, and like I said, I stop it in between and then start mm-hmm. again. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, in anything which helps me sort of uh, understanding uh, human behavior and you know people, economics, uh, yeah. understanding politics, yeah. uh, society, society, culture, and that's what I uh, you know I tend to read. Yeah. And uh, on fiction, I read both English as well as uh, Malayalam. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you know, so I sort of keep in touch, um, uh, you know, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. the last one I'll just ask you is obviously the the epic question that I ask every tech guy <laughs> out there uh, is uh, about your viewpoint on the future of digital and where all of this is heading uh, because we keep hearing new things every day. But yeah. just strategically speaking, where do you think 
and how all of this is will ultimately evolve say in the next uh, decade or so yeah uh, you know so um you know but again um, uh, uh, crystal ball glazing guessing and then you know p- predicting future is not uh, uh, something you know i really don't know what is going to be a game changer and you know I, you know because i'm i'm sure history is replete with failed uh, predictions yeah yeah right um, but having said that i'm i I'm, i'm generally intrigued by by many many things in the world Mm-hmm. but uh, you know uh, two um, uh, macro trends uh, which i i feel uh, this is a this again a very sure. uh, not a not an expert view uh, but like sure. a very 50000 view um, yeah. from an uh, you know this thing is uh, two things what i um, feel is that um, yeah, is that one is that i feel human evolution is sort of in a steroids Mm-hmm. uh this is my my feeling okay again i could be mm-hmm. wrong mm-hmm. like because of you know advances in computing neuroscience bioinfot you know bioinformatics biohacking robotics and superfoods etc um uh, you know uh, i think the way um, uh, the, the 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 speed at which human beings are changing is um, you know really becoming very fast mm-hmm. and uh, you know longevity is sort of uh, increasing um uh, like mm-hmm. for instance uh, uh, you know it is said that very soon 100 year life become is going to be a norm mm-hmm. and you know and when 100 year life becomes a norm uh, what does it mean to um, uh, you know things like pension economics uh, mm-hmm. healthcare mm-hmm. all that thing um, you know uh, you know I, i don't know so um, <laughs> uh, so the, you know because we have so much of access to technology and you know you can Uh, implant uh, neuroelectronic devices into you and you know people are uh, yeah, changing yeah. so i think this is going to have some uh, um, phenomenal impact yeah. uh, in the next probably 30 40 50 uh, years uh, kind of thing and one of the thing i was reading was that next 10 years could be a major revolution happening in food mm-hmm. uh, because for example you know artificial meat when they started um, uh, it was uh, coming to a cost of 3 lakh 25000 dollars per mm-hmm. kilo of artificial meat mm-hmm. now it has come to 25 dollars wow. uh, for artificial uh, meat okay. i know similarly um, you know possibilities of one single capsule which takes care of all your nutrition needs mm-hmm. you know as a superfood so apparently food industry is going to be um, changing in the next 10 15 years mm-hmm. to the ex- uh, and to the extent is suppose people are saying it one can't even imagine Wow. so yeah so that that is so therefore that is one uh, this thing the second thing uh, i feel uh, again um, a macro trend which will have significant impact is un- or other unknown impact is that uh, uh, you know for all the talk about internet democratizing the world uh, and all that right actually mm-hmm. what i feel is it's uh, what is happening is basically consolidation of power mm-hmm. among the top 5 or 10 companies mm-hmm. okay. and which has tremendous power to, uh, to influence the states Mm-hmm. because um, uh, historically state uh, you know state as an apparatus uh, doesn't catch up with technology very fast sure. yeah. therefore how how state uh, um, functions uh, mm-hmm. you know and, and therefore this consolidation of technology that the consolidation of power among the technology mm-hmm. uh, giants yeah uh, how is it going to change uh, because uh, yeah. uh, many of them you know the uh, Quite, quite possibly that people a lot of people will become sort of super rich sure. and the super rich will have the access to that earlier point of uh, you know evolution in steroids mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So they will probably have far uh, faster access to those kind of revolution. Um, uh, so I think sometimes I think that uh, you know um, one need probably one there is no point one getting troubled all the time because you want us to see if you have to like pause back right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see uh, take a pause and then you know take a step back. Mm-hmm. uh and to see um, uh, time sort of in perspective right um, you would basically see that um, if you have to consider the um, uh, time period in which uh, let's say earth is formed and life you know life formed in the earth mm-hmm. uh, uh, consider that as a 24 hour clock mm-hmm. human beings have been in the earth only for the last one second mm-hmm. to get a to get a sense of time right yeah uh and uh, because because we can't we really can't because uh, our history is so vast we really can't uh, perceive time in uh, this thing so we tend to think only in our lifespans mm-hmm. we can't uh, think beyond that so sure. so sometimes one has to think that this is probably uh, uh, you know um, uh, part of the larger evolution i know and uh, stuff like that and then yeah, there is no point in getting troubled um, you know all the time because uh, uh, every every probably every um, human being or every living being mm-hmm. the primary purpose is probably is to for every cell of that body is to probably to thrive and you know, survive and thrive mhm mhm so i sometimes come to this kind of uh, you know conclusions and yeah, yeah, yeah. no there is no point in getting troubled uh, sure. because uh, you know even if you have to do something yeah you have to ensure that you your health is sort of taken care of your yeah. state of mind is taken care and no reason you can do something yeah. meaningful yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so that was uni i really hope you enjoyed our free flowing conversation and took away something from it this is avi your host signing off do watch out for our next episode by following your other side on all major podcast platforms until then keep exploring your other side